0: You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia, hosted by Ivan Fonti. Tune in worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated special announcement. Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020, the race is postponed to 2022.
1: Now the race is on and
2: here comes Pride at the
0: backstretch the Victoria Cup 2022 purchase special rings at $100 each, for every 10 rings purchased, receive one ring for free, presented and conducted by Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated, first prize is $100,000 guaranteed Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales for more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com ww www.pigeonracingvictoria.com Or telephone Taz Gazus on 0419 386 861 That's 0419 386 861 Here comes pride at the
3: backstress Heartaches are going to the inside My tears are holding back They're trying not to fall My heart's out
4: of the runnin' For the race
3: is on and it
5: looks like and the is
6: For all your pigeon requirements head to Thomas Town Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
7: Southern FM sponsor.
8: Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramud stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone Peter on 0484
7: 340 551. Southern FM sponsor.
9: Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia. Number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor.
10: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
7: Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon
11: Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 and pigeonvitality.com.au
7: Southern FM Sponsor
9: Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM.
0: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world, hosted and presented by Ivan Fonky.
11: Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonte.
0: Good morning, you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. And you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. We have an exciting show for you today. We've got a Fed winner from the Greater Melbourne, I think, what, a couple of weeks ago, is Mr. Rodney Cook is coming on to tell us about his bird that he won the Fed with in the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation. Also, we have... Featuring tonight the one thaggy races that Mr. Charlie Gretsch, the Pink Panther, has been running very successfully on the weekend, we have the winner of the race, Mr. Mark Kavanagh, coming on. We've also got, uh, I think he's second place in the Meadow One Loft race, Simon McPherson. We've got John Judd coming on to tell us the uh, results of the VPO, the VPO raced on the weekend. Also, we have Kirsty from the Bendigo Bank who's sponsoring Charlie's club and race and everything else. And we've got a couple of the businesses that are involved in the One Thaggy races. So stay tuned and uh, listen to Pigeon Radio Australia and on with the show. And just before we introduce our bananas this morning, uh, I've got a very important message from the Western Pigeon Federation. That's the WPF. They had a text message sent out on Monday afternoon. I'd like to read the message they sent out to all the members. Message for all flyers of the Western Pigeon Federation, the WPF. As you all know, lockdown has been extended and further restrictions enforced. Yet again... Please continue to maintain the health and fitness of your race team as best as possible as the Board of Management has every intention of holding every race we possibly can when circumstances will allow us. Breeders' Plate races. These races will be a priority and we will schedule them at a date suitable for both flyers and birds. Thank you, the Board of Management of the Western Pigeon Federation, Melbourne, Australia. And if your federation or club has any important announcements during these tough COVID restrictions and decisions that the uh, government are making these days, uh, please let us know here at Pigeon Radio Australia because we can even run a community service announcement on 88.3 Southern FM during the week and people can listen to this radio station for further pigeon racing sporting announcements. Because as we are at a community radio station we are here to service the community and Pigeon Radio Australia is part of 88.3 Southern FM community radio station so if we can be of any service during the week for pigeon flyers to tune into this radio station and get uh, urgent announcements uh, by federations if they're going to decide to race if the lockdowns are lifted etc um Please get in touch with us and we'll be happy to uh, make announcements for any community sporting pigeon racing club in Melbourne or Victoria or, in fact, in, in the whole of Australia. And we have a bunch of bananas. Bananas.
4: Are you thinking what I'm
11: thinking, B1? I think I am, B2. It's music. Tony McPherson and Tony Barbara. B1 and B2, our Pigeon Radio Australia Bananas in Pyjamas. In Pyjamas, i down in
0: pairs. Ah, uh, Mr. Tony Barbara. Hello. How are you, Tony? Good evening and good morning to you and to B1, to Pink Panther and to everybody around the world. Yes, how are you, Tony? How are you going? All right, mate? Um, I'm all right, anyway. <laughs> can't can do nothing, anyway. No. <laughs> I know you can't do nothing, anyway. I don't want to talk about coronavirus on the yeah. radio. I, I think go, we yeah. just have to, because I'm sick of it. I'm over it. I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about pigeons and racing pigeons. That's, That's yeah. all I want to talk about. And it's Mr. Tony McPherson. Hello. How are you, mate? Ah, oh, good day, Ivan. Good day, you been two.
2: And uh, good day to the Pink Panther, and good day to everyone around the world and in Australia listening to the best radio show going for pigeons, the Pigeon Radio Show.
0: Yeah, all right, and then we're talking about the Pink Panther. I think he's lurking around there on the corner. There, somewhere.
11: And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all,
7: spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch.
0: And it's a very good day to Wallen and Mr Charlie Gretsch, the Pink Panther. Hello, Charlie, and congratulations
1: on your first one thaggy race. Yes, hello, everybody. Yeah, it's great to have um, have it done and dusted for the first one. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, it was good. I saw the video and I posted the video on the Pigeon Media Australia facebook page and all the groups as well by the way the racing pigeon group that we have on the internet has now reached thirty nine thousand and a half members so we're nearly there at 40,000 and i reckon in a couple of weeks time we'll have 50,000 members on that group anyway charlie tell us how did your race go yeah,
1: it was excellent um uh we couldn't get a better better day the weather was just magnificent down there it was a uh, you know a northwest wind, which is a headwind race for the first one for these birds. Um, took them two hours and twenty minutes to get home. Um, a lot of the birds were first first starters for that uh, distance. Um, they come through very very well. Um, there was a lot of people excited, that um, especially in the afternoon when I was getting that many phone calls on on the. Um, on the race and who won and results and it's just, oh, I couldn't believe the amount of people that, um, I didn't think was interested. So it's amazing. <laughs> you, um. No, well, well was,
0: done to you, Charlie. It's very good and and it's so good that yous can race, you know, up there,
1: oh, you? Yeah, it was, um, you know, obviously it was not our cards that, um, you know, unfortunately for all the other feds, um, you know, they couldn't, but, um, you know we could, so we made the most of it, and you know did did all the right things. Um, everybody in that race were from regional, so we had no problems of, you know, uh, we all did the right things, so there was nothing that can come back to us and and say you did this or you did that. Um, mm. Colin took him down; Excellent. he went straight through down to the um, race point. Yeah, straight back, and she went straight back home, and um, no, it turned out to be something that I was planning that hope would go. Mm. I mean, nothing could go wrong because obviously when you try and or when you do things, you do it properly. Um, it was just a matter of the weather on the day and the lockdown situation, which everything worked out perfect.
0: Oh, very good, Charlie. Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about it. We've got the winner of the race coming on and you've got a couple of the businesses coming on as well.
1: Yep, 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 so we'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, so So we'll uh, talk about
0: that a little bit later on, but I think now uh, we're going to have our first guest on the line quite soon, so I think we'll break for a song, and here's one Australian song. I've got a whole heap of new Australian songs. It's quite good. And it's the Black Sorrows, mate. Your Maltese mate, Mr. Joe Camilleri, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Your Maltese mate, Mr. Joe Camilleri, has put out a new song, And it's The Black Sorrows, Joe Camilleri and The Black Sorrows. And the song's titled Living Like Kings. You're listening to Vision Radio Australia's Joe Camilleri and The Black Sorrows, Living Like Kings, new song.
12: he told me all the stuff I had to do get my head straight reassemble the old crew meet up a man is when the moon is full don't lose a plot cause we got one last job to pull my needs are muscly things. don't go to plan six foot six hands like bricks. jolly is your man Not cracking safes requires a certain kind of skill. Romeo's got heavy with a drill Can't be without a driver's shop with of steel Don't wanna brag when I'm that guy behind the wheel You gotta have a mastermind Said all the pieces put in place. I kept the motor humming, Cooling my own space, counting down the seconds. A shotgun by my side, waiting for all the boys to break the business open wide. Just like clockwork, Jordy scurried in the dark. We're well, only far behind, lit up by a cigarette spark. Took out all the Lexi. She said we get our share
3: will be wrapped up next morning.
12: Time goes slow, locked up in a cage Couldn't pin the high on me, I went down from a 28 cage. So I put it all behind me, and ran out of people to hate On Independence Day, there was Johnny at the gate We drove into the city, picked up Romeo on the way Spent all night of Manny's, until he said we couldn't stay We cruised the streets together, joking in the morning
8: Taramid, We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340.
9: southern fm sponsor
10: do you want to keep your birds flying high rod stock feed and bird supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes avian mixes grits mineral blocks and health supplements plus a large range of loft and racing equipment phone rod churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact pet Stock terelgan Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
7: Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products
11: are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 0359981000 and pigeonvitality.com.au.
7: Southern FM sponsor.
11: There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit
8: coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au.
13: I was lucky that when I picked up the phone
6: that day to call my best friend, that he answered...
11: Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope,
13: lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Blue Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 pm. Catch you there. <laughs>
14: This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ.
9: Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM.
11: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Stop
3: the pigeon, stop 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 the pigeon, 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 pigeon how? Jab him, jab him, jeb him. Stop that pigeon now. Yeah.
0: And you're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And we broadcast from this absolutely great radio station, community radio station, in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, Australia, which is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And uh, our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And you can catch us on all social media on the internet. Just go to the Mr. Google machine and uh, search uh, Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll come up right up the top on Google. And uh, we've got some weekly results to start off today's show, so let's have a listen to our weekly results.
11: Pigeon Radio Australia's Weekly Australian. Pigeon Racing Results.
0: And uh, Mr B1, Tony McPherson, has someone on the line uh, that won the Fed a couple of weeks ago, but I'm sure that he's got the results there as well from the Greater Melbourne. Go ahead, Tony.
2: Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to welcome to the radio show uh, one of our stalwarts of the Greater Melbourne and founding member, um, Mr Rod Cook. Welcome aboard there, Rod. Hang yeah, on, mate. I'm well, I'm well. Now, now listen, mate, you won the, uh, won the second of Borough, and we've had a little bit of a gap between the first one and the second one. And we I had going to have a huge gap between the third one, but again. <laughs> mate, we had a huge gap between the first one last year. <laughs> now, oh, now, listen, mate, yeah, yeah, can you tell us, uh, now, what was the bird that you caught?
15: Um, it was actually a drapper. I got off from Warren March oh, a few years ago now from South Australia. Yeah. Um, yep. I've got a lot of my top birds. I, I've got the Van Breemans and I've got the Van Lintz, which uh, I bought uh, from uh, another pigeon stud in South Australia, who, um, uh, Freddie Smith, he doesn't do it anymore, but i got the Van Lintz off of him. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I was overseas with mates with that pigeon tour and, uh, um, you yeah, know, after do, doing some loft tours, uh, I rang Warren and he had some of the birds that we visited, you know, some of the lofts we visited in Europe and I ordered some babies and um, you yeah, know, because of circumstances, I haven't been able to do it properly for the last five years but um, now I'm sort of um, getting over all my health issues and I'm starting to do all the one percenters and it's paid off, you know, um, and it was a pair of drappers. I made and mated the brother and sister together. Um, and the second pigeon, it landed with it. Uh, didn't go in on the scan at first, but it was with it. Um, it was off um, the new Laurent which is the um, you know flavour of the musk, but uh, I've had them for a few years now. Um, John yeah. Shear's got, got the new lorry. Was, actually, John Shear picked it out for me because he was over there. And yeah. uh, rang me up and he said, look, i picked you out of food." And, um, you yeah, know, which was good. So uh, he's developed into a magnificent pigeon. But the drappers, they're a bit showy. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't really put them to the sword yet. But, uh, um, yeah, they showed up on that race. You know, they were like two and a half minutes ahead of um, anyone else. So um, oh, it, yeah. is, it was
2: a, it was a good race, Rod uh, I think the the second guy was uh, young Gronin, young Joel Gronin and yes. Edson, down in Rosebud, and uh, so and you were over in uh, what Langmore, over that uh, we I'm on Cranbourne
15: South, not, not far, well, actually just down the road from Steve because I'll, most people most well, yeah. of his locked. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. like he, um, I live off Browns Road, and yeah, he's not far off Browns Road. Down the other end, but uh, yeah, there's about forty-five k's difference between Crane and me, so yeah, you know, that's a big difference, really.
2: It certainly is. It certainly is. It was one of those uh, one of those sort of races. Now, Rod, you were involved in the uh, in the, the start of the Great Melbourne, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
15: yeah. With Noel Fleming and uh, Tina Dark, we sitting in Sid Turton's, well, Sid Turton was. Um, Uh, He was originally, uh, his um, daughter and two uh, grandkids were originally members of the Deenong Homing Club, and um, when I got married and started up again after uh, many years out of the game, I joined the Deenong Homing Club, and I raced there for a season and a half, Uh, and I didn't like what was happening, so I went back to Springvale, where I flew basically as a junior, and then... Um, Sid Turton's daughter, uh, and Matthews used to live about uh, three hundred metres from where I was living. Knocked on my door with uh, Laurie Shephard. Uh, He's no longer with us, but um, and asked me if um, help him form the Dean Long uh, Racing Pigeon Club, and uh, which we did. And we um, the club's was basically uh, the club rooms were Sid Turton's garage, which was probably three metres by four metres. And I think we started off with about five blokes and then I think that grew to about 12 and it, and it was starting to get a bit crowded. And, uh, and I was able to obtain um, basically the, the soccer ground, what, the soccer ground club rooms that, um, uh, where the on club is now. And then uh, they told us that we had to get out and uh, I said to them, well, you know, can we build... Uh, a garage, and uh, and they bent over backwards. It was the Berwick Council then, um, and they bent over backwards because one of the guys in our club, um, John Skirman, he was he actually worked for Berry Council, and um, between him and me and a couple others, we were able to um, put our hands in a pocket and uh, and get the you know the first building off the ground, and uh, and history is what it is now. You know, it's a fairly yeah, strong club. Yeah. So well, the early
2: the days, days. Yeah. yeah, the Danone Club's a very strong club and, uh, and also yeah. uh, it, it was the beginnings of the, uh, the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation
15: Yeah, um, well uh, early days we flew with the Heidelberg Combine and then yeah. uh, Noel rang us up and, and there was a couple of other clubs that were flying in the of Club and he said, look, how about we turn this into a federation? I said, well, okay, I'm all in so he that was Sid Turton. We had a meeting in Sid Turton, Slander. and um, yeah, like uh, yeah, people don't give enough gratitude to uh, Noel and Tina. The early days, the yeah, they're unbelievable what they did for the greater mob, and um, and yeah. a lot and of hard work done by a lot of people. there, yeah, there was there was yeah, and yeah, like uh, even in air club we. Yeah, um, and the other thing that was an alternative to fly, you know, I had young kids then, uh, and yeah you know, it's pretty expensive to fly in a VHA, and Noel sort of, um, I suppose, he pioneered um, affordable racing.
2: That's probably the yeah, best that, way to say. And, and that, uh, that is the uh, that is the uh, the pinnacle of the Greater Melbourne is uh, to uh, to be able to race birds at a at a, at a an affordable price, even in uh, 2021. Yeah, well, yeah, back then it was a lot of fun. Like I
15: remember each club each week had to nominate a um, a jockey um, yeah. to go with the, the bloke used to tow the trailer, you know, and it was a pretty big ta- trailer. I, I don't yeah. know if you remember it, but it was huge. But uh, I remember yeah. going to the Heidelberg and you walk into the Heidelberg club rooms and Tina would give you some, some raisin bread and a coffee. Yeah,
2: like yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was sort of. It was actually good fun. Yeah, yeah. good fun. Now, yeah. now Rob, you've you, you've won quite a number of Federation races. Um, what would be the most enjoyable Fed win that you've had?
15: Uh, we won first. the we won in the national win uh, it was a proper national. Um, yes. it was three hundred and seventy-five flies. Yes. and I uh, picked up well, probably with
2: club money nearly two thousand bucks. It's not a bad effort, is it? You, no. I don't think you. I don't think you get two hundred dollars these days if you won the national. Well, you're lucky to even get a diploma or a result. Yeah.
15: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I I, I, yeah, I think I got totally plastered that night. And uh, back then, I think Tom Downland might have been the president. But the club yeah. room, you know, like the whole, you know, two Sagas and Cole Sagas were in that club back in them days, and um, yeah, like we had good fun. And I think I, I, can't even remember what happened after a couple of hours because I think I was too pissed. So, um, <laughs> but that,
2: but it was good fun, you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But now, yeah that, that was a thrill. Now, also, you are involved in the uh, in the formation of Morning Mist down there. Um, which is now a, a one of the larger clubs in the great of Melbourne. How did that all begin?
15: Well, uh, Morning Miss is sort of about a street away from where I live and it's on a, um, a reserve. Um, basically, it's a tennis club and a pony club and the rest is a nature reserve. And you, you walk through there and there's this brick building there that was all um, basically sealed up with iron plates because it got vandalised. Anyway, I, I just, because um, I had a, a lot of contacts with the Casey Cairns, because Casey you know, took over Berwick and Crambit, um, and the chap who helped us out back in the early days of Dean on Club Rooms, I rang him up and I said, what are you going to do with that, um, well, we call it the Dunny Block, but it was designed to, for people who were in the park somewhere to have a share and change. But I think it only lasted. You know, they spent a lot of money on it, but it got vandalised, and then they, in the end, they just sealed all up. But anyway, um, I have a point with see Casey, and I'm, you know, I was sitting there with the sport and recreation officer, and the next minute, the, the chap who looked after the early days, he was on the verge of retirement, walks in and he says, come okay, here, What are you doing here?" And I go. well... I'm after another favour, mate. He goes, "What do you want?" And I said, uh, um, "Those rooms down at really Mooney's. Can we have as a, a pigeon club?" He just turned to the sport Recreation office and said, "Look, that's earmarked for demolition. It's ten thousand in the budget." He said, "If Rod wants it as a room, there's ten thousand bucks to fix it." So it was as simple as that, and um, and basically, you know. They um, converted the old downy block into a single-room pigeon club we had toilets and we had a clock room. And then uh, we fundraised from selling peas. And then we did the first extension and the second extension. And um, since then, we've put the veranda across the front, um, which I think you've seen the veranda. I think you've been there since we've been there. Yeah, so you could have probably 40 blokes in there. At the moment, we've
2: got thirty, so um, yeah. But but the rooms down there are excellent, and the and the uh, the uh, the blokes down there enjoy uh, racing their pigeons, and it's uh, good fun to go down there. They have have uh, a pretty good bar and and the cooking and everything. There's uh, no, good tunes, there.
15: Yeah, well, uh, Glenn and Jan will. The real name is Elizabeth, but a lot of people call them Jan, but um, they do a fantastic job at the periods. The best ever thing they ever did was come, you know, like it was Glenn and Jan were the you know, top flyers in the VHA and they ended up in our rooms. Um, yeah. Only because, you know, we, as you know, we used to be a VHA centre uh, yeah. and they flew there and then when they had a 4 with VHA, they come
2: back. And, um, yeah, well... Uh, uh, I don't think they'd go back to the VHA. Yeah, no, I think they're no, very well, happy. There. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know,
15: well, yeah, it took. Well, I was talking to Glenn. He said it took him about twelve months to realise to adjust the way he trains his pigeons in the Greater Melbourne. He said it's tough to win a Fed in the Greater Melbourne than the VHA. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I've had that. I've
2: had that disagreement with a few people, and it is very difficult to win a Fed in the in the Greater Melbourne, and uh, a lot of VHA flies that. I Swapped over yeah. and found that, and uh, they gone back so, well, for whatever uh, reason. Yeah,
15: well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
2: But, the, look, but those extra twenty
15: burges in the VHA sometimes makes a difference.
2: Uh, it certainly does. It certainly does. And also, so, yeah. they have um, have uh, you know, two or three teams uh, per property, which we don't, and uh, that makes a difference too. I think But, Look, yeah. I could talk. I could talk to you forever at the moment, Rob, but um. We'll just finish on this note. Now, you've got a, a real uh, penchant to um, have the kids get back into the sport. Um, where do you think our futures uh, lies at this moment? And well, on that note, we'll, we'll finish it when you... Okay, well,
15: you yeah, know, as you know, I'm, I'm getting on in years like you. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Well, well basically, I'm the last uh a member flying, so that does you how old I am. Yeah. But uh, in the future it's the kids, but, you know, we, we've got a lot of European flyers now, yeah, you know, which uh, and Asian, which we welcome, Yeah, you know, like we love, you know, we've got a lot of Filipinos flying and, uh, and after, uh, you know, they did, I didn't realise it was such a big thing in the Philippines so they sort of told me, and, yeah. uh, and then I looked it up, and I go, my God, it's big. But anyway, um, a lot of them said, look, it'd be good if we can get our kids involved, and then a few down at Dandong said, well, we can probably get six juniors, and then we asked around in our club, and a, um, they said, well, we probably know four. Well, there's 10 yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah and that, that's where they're asking, you know, Springdale yeah. or Pakenham. There must be kids in there. So yeah. I, I drew up a, a proposal and I sent it off to the Fed and, yeah, Dave Dave Luther rang me up and said, did you copy this off from the South Coast proposal for juniors? I didn't even know they had one, mate. He said, well, geez, it's nearly <laughs> identical. And I said, well, that's good because you won't bloody can it, will you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no look, I, 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 I've left it with them. Um, yeah, I, I, look, look, I think
2: yeah, yeah man, well, I think. Yeah, look, I think it's time. Look, it is really uh, something that we need to uh, promote and push. Um, I, a, a really good friend of mine, the late Dan Moroney, as you know, he was into the juniors and everything else, and yeah. and uh, we we had a really good juniors um, club at uh, Southern Cross Hurdensale. Yeah. One. One top flyer that come out of that, well, there's a couple actually, but one that we know very well on this show is Young Rafa Lowe. Yeah. And uh, he's turned out to be a champion. So um, on that yeah. note, Rod, uh, I'd love to... Uh, we'll, get, we'll get you back because I think we've got a bit more to yeah. talk about. But on tonight, I just thank you very much for coming on the show. And hey, uh, Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Let's, let's hope that Mariborough 3... And maybe about Four, because I think we might need a couple. It um might be in January. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, you're a winner of the Croydon Classic. That's, we've got two of them to go, too. So, yeah, yeah, that's uh, of the, Well,
16: after yeah, two. I
2: went and counted. I've still got six left. Uh, well, there we go. Yeah, no worries. Anyway, mate, thank you very much for coming on the show. And I know it's your bedtime. So. <laughs> Sweet dreams, and uh, thanks thanks very much, mate. No worries, mate. Catch up with you. Thank you. Okay. Bye.
0: Cheers. Bye. All right, and we thank Rodney Cook for coming on the show, and congratulations to him for winning that race in the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation. And right now we're going to break for a song, and here is a, uh, a band that I played last week here on Pigeon Radio Australia, and uh, uh, it's called Runaway Dixie, a band from Melbourne, Australia, And this song that they've done is called The Bottle Let Me Down, off their new album, Runaway Dixie, on Pigeon Radio Australia. Each
17: night I leave the bar room when it's over Not feeling any pain at closing time But tonight your memory found me much too sober couldn't drink enough to keep you off of my mind Tonight the bottle let me down And I let your memory come around The one true friend I thought I'd
16: found
17: Tonight the bottle let me down could turn to, and lately I've been turning every day, but the wine don't take effect the way it used to, and I'm hurting in an old familiar way. dad.
11: Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au.
7: Southern FM Sponsor.
10: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
7: Southern FM Sponsor.
8: Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Taramead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tarameed Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Bale. Open seven days a week telephone peter on 0484
9: 340 551 southern ed sponsor keep your pigeons healthy with applied nutrition australia number one for all-in-one bird supplements tummy right for pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract the applied nutrition range of products is made in australia and sold factory direct to you for top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern
6: FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
7: Southern FM sponsor.
4: G'day, I'm Rex Hunt. Here's a product I really believe in. We all use it, can't live without it. What is it? It's water. Now, I told you it was a great product. What else has so many uses? Drinking, swimming, cooking, washing, and of course, folks, fishing. But here's the thing. I don't want to sell you more of it. I'm asking you to use less and keep our waterways clean.
10: Otherwise, it'll be a yibbida-yibbida. That's all, folks.
4: The future
0: of water is in our hands.
18: G'day, this is Eric Banner for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drink driving. Here's a simple word of advice... If you enjoy a drink when you go out, keep it simple. Unless you're a rocket scientist, how do you really know whether you're under or over the limit? So try this, either drink or drive. Don't mess around trying to do both. A message from Rad.
8: Last year has been difficult for everyone in the music industry. From musicians to roadies, promoters to artist managers, many are still unable to make ends meet. Music Industry Charity Support Act has announced two new cash grants, Music Keeper and Crew Keeper, with support from the Australian government. To help ease the burden you work in the music industry and you're in need of financial support visit supportact.org.au to learn more that's supportact.org.au
14: this is ddz your captain speaking tune in every wednesday at 2 p.m travel the world musically speaking from the eiffel tower to the rialto from the Colosseum to the pyramids from the london bridge to golden gate Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your Captain DDZ. Hi,
18: I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Thursday at 9am for the Music Director Program, two hours of the newest music from Australia and around the globe. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Australian music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time every Thursday for the Music Director Program on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside.
10: 88.3 Southern FM.
13: G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 pm. Catch you there.
5: And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that i just fly away. Fly, away, fly away
11: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
2: And I always knew Way. So
3: stop the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon. how?
0: And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. The Southern FM website is www.southernfm.com.au. Go and check it out. You can email me there. Go to the program guide and you'll find a little email box next to uh, Pigeon Radio Australia and you can email me direct from the Southern FM website. So go and check it out. And right now on the line we have the secretary of the Kilmore Invitational Racing Pigeon Club who also won the first one thaggy race and congratulations to Mr Mark Kavanagh. Hello Mark,
19: how are you and welcome to Pigeon Radio. Yeah, good night, boys, how you go? Yeah, good mate, how are you? Yeah, fine, mate, fine, apart from the lockdown, of
0: course. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about lockdowns or coronavirus here. We're going to talk pigeons tonight. Now, tell me, you won the first thaggy race that was held on Saturday. So tell us
19: a little bit about the bird and uh, how, how the race went. It was a nice, solid race for the birds. It was virtually their first real good hit out. Um, it took them just over two hours and 15 minutes, roughly. And it was a really, really nice, um, nice race for him. I had uh, three birds together. I had a three-year-old cock, a two-year-old cock, and a yearling cock. And um, the cock that we actually cocked first was a Muldura um, cock. I brought it a classic sale in the VPU, so I've had him for a couple of years. The three-year-old cock was a uh, Gabby Barker. Um, he, he's actually he makes the one Faggies when we first started him a couple of years ago. So he had yeah. about four or five races down here before that. Oh, yeah. And the yearly couple was his first race. So I was quite happy with that, yeah.
0: Uh, fantastic. Now, overall, um, with the other participants in the race, how
19: do you think it went? Uh, very good. I uh, actually talked to a couple of new flies that we got in the club. They only um, they sent 10 each. I think one got eight home out of 10, and the other one got s- – I think six or seven, he said he got home, which is fantastic for first few flyers. Yeah, it He's is never raced before. So. Yeah,
0: it is good. Now, um, the other thing is you've got all these businesses involved that are racing from Charlie's Loft, and uh, have you spoken to any of these blokes and ladies?
19: I actually know a couple of them, so it's actually fantastic the way they've actually jumped on board and supported the race. Um, it's just a pity that we couldn't get anyone else into the race apart from our club. But yeah. again, you know what I mean? You're still got to fly against... There were a few good flyers there. Like, I got another flyer. It's only just first started. He's been in uh, it for a couple of years now, but hadn't had a really decent hitter because of the coronavirus last year and, and what's happening this year. It was down in Redding, you know, he's, he's, he's proved himself a very competitive flyer. But Charlie's always very, very hard to beat, regardless of where he is. Um, I had uh, another flyer who actually come and jump on board with me. Keithy Anderson he used to be my partner down in Koolaroo. It was Sunder Kavanaugh and Anderson there. Yeah. And um, he grabbed 10 and he locked and so we virtually had the race against him as well. So <laughs> it was very good, mate. Now,
0: your colleagues on the line, Mr Gretsch. Uh, Charlie, uh, you want to talk to your secretary, mate? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Will we, will we hand the mic? I you to interview him. I speak to him enough. (laughs) All right, now will we hand the
0: microphone over to Mr. Tony McPherson? He wants to ask him a couple of questions, but very quickly because we haven't
19: got much time. Uh, Uh,
2: G'day, Mark. Um, Now, can we? How well organised
19: was this race? (laughs) Um, very well organized, mate. The bloke was on the other side of the uh, phone and didn't want to talk to him, mate. He's done a lot of work involved in it. Um, we we're only the fringe people on the outside that try and help him. You know what I mean? He, I know. A, a lot of effort goes into it that you really don't see, um, and you don't really hear a lot about it. But for chasing your sponsors down and chasing new people who want to fly, he's gone around to a few people and even just asked people off the street that he didn't even know. And I'll rip just to be in the um, pigeon game. Now um, yeah, just just in the area, he, he's probably lightened up about forty or fifty people that didn't know much about pigeons and now they're ringing him up all the time asking him when they start how they go and how these pigeons go. So it's a it's a really, really good concept, mate.
2: Yeah, it'll be a big day when uh, when you're all able to get there get down there, especially sponsors and cheer on their birds, that's for sure you you want to get them down there and tell them to get bring out the uh, garbage tin lids and bang them and everything else and, and you'll be right mate you'll, be, you, you win another, you'll win a couple more but yeah, I'm trying to, like, to be the best I can mate yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah look I must say you guys have the your your club is very forward thinking and I congratulate you each and every one of you for um, doing, uh, having these races. And I must say, the unit that's been built is exceptional.
19: Yeah, it is very good. But um, we've built it from scratch. You know, again, that's a lot of work from Colin Lowton, um, Darren Ren, Keith Anderson and uh, Charlie, of course. You know, they put a yeah. bit of time and a bit of work into it. And, um, yeah, we think it's, it's, it's a pretty good unit, mate.
2: Oh, it's a very good unit. It is. It is, and uh, uh, you've got some excellent sponsors there in Bendigo Bank, Kilmore, and wallon So, uh, and of course, they're they they're featuring, and uh, it's, it's going to be a, this this type of racing that you're doing just for the Wong Taggies and whatnot. You, it will grow. It will grow
16: and grow. Well.
19: Yeah, it's, it certainly will, mate. Oh, yeah. um, I think that that's the future, I think, of pigeon racing. With all these small backyards these days and the new houses and the areas and things like that, people really can't afford to have their 50 or 60 pigeons anymore or more. You yeah. know, so they'll be looking at one loft racing and things like that. Most definitely, most definitely. Now, um, I must say, Mark, uh, you've
2: won some big races as well over the years. Um, just give us one... One that really stands out in
19: your mind—that you've won. Um, but, well, we've nice been lucky. We've actually won the, uh, actually won the national. Um, yeah. that, that was probably stand out. But that was a few years ago. But the one yeah. that really stands out for me was a whaley in the VPU. Um, yeah, in the it yeah. was it was a northwest winds. We're actually on the west side in Coolaroo where we were living. Yep. And um I think we just pipped Steve Sini. Um that was a really, really hard race. That was about you know, five and a half hour, six hour race. The winds were against us and all that. And the pigeon had come by itself, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you know, she had to really break off and that's that's probably one that really, really stands out to me. Where she yeah. shouldn't have really well, got close to. Her. Yeah, well and has she left anything for you? Uh no, she hasn't, actually. It wasn't our pigeon. We actually gave it back to the person who actually beat it for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK. All right. Thanks, Tony. Uh, right now we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back. I think Charlie Gretch has something to uh, say to Mark just before we let him go. So we'll be back after the Southern FM National Radio News with more of Pigeon Radio Australia. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and our address at this great community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside is www.southernfm.com.au and don't forget to join our great group on Facebook which is The Racing Pigeon which has nearly 40,000 members now. So, if you want to talk to people from all across the globe about racing pigeons, go and join our group on Facebook, The Racing Pigeon. And uh, we're back right now with Charlie Gretsch, and he had something to uh, say to Mark Kavanagh, the winner of the first one, Thaggy Race, that the Kilmore Invitational held on the weekend. So, take it away, Charlie. I know you've got something to ask him. Then we had to break for the news. So, here's your chance, mate.
1: Well, I didn't really get to say congratulations to him on the day because I was um, running around with my head cut off and everything. So, Mark, again, well done. Congratulations. Um, fantastic, mate. It was great to see you take the first one. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's good that um, everybody in the club got together. We um, we all put toge- put it together. We all did our bit. Um, there's also a couple of other guys, Strav and Ingen, that uh, haven't raced uh, for a while, they still pay their union memberships and everything. And they they help us with their barbecues at Bunnings and all that kind of stuff. And they are actually in this race as well, although they didn't have birds of their own. They still, you know, paid up and want to be part of the pigeon racing. So it was great to see uh, their names involved as well.
19: Now, thank you, Charlie. And as um, to the boys, keep it going. Love the program. Just keep it up, boys. Keep it going.
0: All right, thanks, no Mark. Thanks for being on the program, and uh, maybe we'll talk to you again. You might win it next week, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you never know, you never know. You never know with pigeons. That's Thank true. you all the best, boys. Thanks, mate. See you yeah, later. Yeah. All right, here is a song from an Australian artist. I've got a heap of new Australian songs. Thanks to a very nice person at 88.3 Southern FM, uh, who is Peter Tolich. Who is? Uh, he sends me this this Australian music. He's the music director of eighty eight point three Southern FM. So I thank you very very much, Peter Tolich, for all your help and tune into his. Um music director program on a Thursday here on 88.3 Southern FM. Thanks Peter. This is a country artist and his name is CJ Shaw and uh, good day to all the uh, listeners in Adelaide. Hello to all our listeners in Adelaide. We'll have to get someone from Adelaide to give us some Adelaide results. But here's a song from CJ Shaw and it's simply called Adelaide on Pigeon Radio Australia.
4: Canberra Nothing will change We went 200 days And never got a drop of rain Ain't nothing in the sky Except the 1818 To Dubai via Sydney
16: Overnight
4: You'd ask the magpie You'd hear the joey sigh and now something's about to change Oh, a Adelaide She brought the rain A locking down all over town Filled up every drain Oh, a Adelaide She brought the rain To quench the thirst This dry earth Help us grow again Help us grow again And people say, CJ, mate, that's just climate change Some old storm cell lost on the Brindabella range You call me a sceptic New life is all majestic I'm just to suggest It was the big old eyes that sowed the sky just the band to coot, you'd hear the owl as they hoot, and they know something's about to change. Oh, and Adelaide, she brought the rain, bucketing down all over town, it filled up every drain. destroyer Help us grow again Help us grow again Daughter, as she was born, Pisces to the core. She let her wet lungs roar, and then the roar went out the door and down the hall. And so it rained, so I could sing it again and again. it oh, that. I Oh, and Adelaide, she brought the rain to quench the destroyer, help us grow again. Oh, Adelaide, she brought the rain, a pocketed down Dryer help us grow again She's gonna
6: help us grow again For all your pigeon requirements head to Thomastown produce and pet supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
7: Southern FM sponsor.
9: Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia. Number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern
7: FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming
8: supplies. Taramead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulane Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone Peter on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor.
10: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stockfeed and Bird Supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock to Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
7: Southern FM Sponsor.
11: Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German based company, is a leading manufacturer of world class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 3 1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM the Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. So stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon,
3: stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.
0: And you're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and you are listening to a great community radio station in Melbourne, Australia, which is 88.3 southern fm the sounds of the bay side www.southernfm.com.au now we've got a couple of guests on the line first of all we have on the line simon mcpherson who uh got a place another mcpherson who got a place in the meadow one loft race tony mcpherson's organized that we've also got john judd from the vpo on the line and first off we're going to let tony mcpherson take it away with simon mcpherson
2: uh thank you ivan and um Welcome, Simon, uh, and well done for your bird on the weekend. You gained uh, third in the uh, one loft race down there at uh, with uh, Steve Gazzola's, uh, the Meadows one loft race. Um, well done, buddy. Yeah,
20: thanks for that, guys. Yeah, no, that was good. It was,
2: it was good. This is certainly very, You got uh, what third and and also fifteenth. Yeah,
16: yeah.
20: So yeah,
2: definitely good to hear that. I got two
20: pigeons
2: in there. Well, fifteen come home together. And he said, and oh, I'm talking, so that was really good Yeah, you, you're a little bit uh, hard to hear there, Simon. Yeah. But look, the the, uh, the first six birds were all doing fifteen forty-eight. Now you, you your bird just wasn't quite quick enough. Um, yes. The first bird home. The first bird home was uh, doing fifteen forty eight eighty seven, and you ran third, and you're doing fifteen forty eight sixty six. And uh, Ian Bremer, he ran sixth, and he's doing fifteen forty eight thirty six. So, mate, you're going to have to put the spikes on the birds, get them, get them to run across the <laughs> roof. Look at-
20: yeah, I'll have to get uh, Stephen to try and get him trapping a bit quicker. I reckon next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, uh, uh, anyway. yeah right. listen,
2: mate. Uh, now, give us a breakdown. What? What was the bird? What um, did you, was uh, so
20: Live Murata actually bred me the, the one that comes third, and I've got a pair off Live that I brought off him a while ago, which is actually yes. the brother. To the father of the one that comes third, so actually third and fifteenth, they're, they're cousins. So yeah. same way bred, and um, yeah, they're both down from Luke's staff. Um, they were one that comes third, yeah. So it's James Bond cross the Ruby oh, pigeon. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Top top line of pigeons, and and also Luke, Luke Morada, top top pigeon fancy, a very good pigeon man. Um, yeah, that's it. yeah, really, really good pigeon man. Now. Um, now, Simon, you haven't been racing pigeons for that long. You yeah, know, we've had a few boats We've had boats, We've had uh, pV We've had all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I think it was
4: 2017.
2: I think it was 2017 there was Brad. Yep. Simon and myself, the three McPhersons. One, yeah. a fed, one a pet each. Yes. <laughs> Never been done before in the... Melbourne and probably the only ones that possibly would come near that would be the Sagards brothers in the yep. WPL I would, I would suggest oh, um, yeah, you can and of course you we're know. not all related well you and Brad are but um, uh, yeah dif- dif- uh, same name but uh, different clan but uh, uh, yeah. anyway uh, that, that was a bit of history made back then. Now look I'll just run run through the, uh, the, the top 10. The first Burn home was Damon Holmes with Red Six. Then Springvale South, B King, which is yours, was called Sasha. Fourth was Phil Gorman from WA with Blue Sky. Fifth was Ray A Loft with Peanut. Now, Raise A Loft races pretty well up in Queensland. Ian, Ian, Ian and Kay Brenner, the very consistent fancies in One Loft races and all kinds of races, actually. So he was six. With a bird called Cats, and he was seventh with a bird called Star. Then we had SRC eighty-eight with Victoria. Then we had Chris and Jack. And their bird was called Ramsey, and Kent. Now this is a this is a, a real tongue twister. Macca Capita lost with Maca so they were the uh, the top ten, and uh, look, the race itself was excellent. And I think um, now, what I don't know what you think, but anyway, tell us what you thought of the the race and how you think um, uh, our guy Steve is, is going with the birds, mate.
20: Yeah, mate, I reckon. Yeah, he's. I speak to him a fair bit, and I know he puts in a lot of effort with the birds and you know their health and fitness and stuff like that. So yeah, he's definitely dedicated to. To getting the birds home, um, so I, I think the race personally was a really good race. Yeah, i was yeah, um, oh, definitely happy. So that's for
2: sure. <laughs> yes, well that's the first one. That's the first cap off the rank. So let's hope yeah. that Starsha uh, or or your fifteenth bird, or actually you've got a few riding in this. Uh, and yeah, I think I've still got six well. in
20: there at the moment. Yeah,
2: they're yeah, they're still going quite well. So, um, yeah, you, the effort's there, and uh, let's hope that they they keep going. But, um, mate, uh, well done. And then, um, you've also been racing pretty well in the Greater Melbourne. You, you've had uh, you've had your ups and downs, like us all. But uh, yeah, um, I think you you did you featured pretty well in the last race, didn't you?
20: Yeah, um, yeah, not too bad, but I just, uh, yeah, sort of it's covered. Once that goes away, hopefully we can all get back to normal racing and, yeah, just have a clean run at it instead of starting yeah, and stopping yeah. and you know all that. So, yeah,
2: for sure, you know, I'm, 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 sweating on it, mate, with the with the Corden Classic. But, uh,
20: <laughs> yeah, a that's yeah, that's it. Yeah,
2: up that's up the runs. Uh, anyway, look, um. Really, would you like to
0: say something to Simon? Oh, i just congratulate Simon on a good effort in the one loft race. Good, well done, mate, and uh, I hope you, you get another good one.
20: No worries, mate. Thanks yeah. for
0: that. No worries. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, if, uh, is that all you got to say? Yeah,
3: I'm good,
0: yeah. All right. No worries. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much oh. for being on the program, mate, and uh, we'll catch up with you again. You might... Get another place in the Meadow One Loft race, and uh, we'll get you on again.
20: Yeah, you never
0: know, mate. You never know. All right. Good luck. Thanks, mate. and will <laughs>
2: uh, uh, we'll, we'll see
0: you All later. Right. Catch Cheers you later. Guys. And now on the line, we've got John Judd from the Victorian Pigeon Organisation Vice President, and uh, you've got some results for us there, John. How are you, Evan? How are you, boys? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, Yeah, I've got
21: uh, results for our... Unfortunately, the Northern Flies could uh, have a bit of a club race together on the weekend. So, Sunbury Macedon and, and the Wildland Club had a little race from Huntley, Next, were right across the road from actually peak livestock. So, we, uh, we sent close to about almost a thousand birds because we had uh, tossed birds. They went up with uh, race beds at the same time to kill two beds with one stone sort of thing. So, yeah, it wasn't a, a bad day and good returns all. So uh, i read that just to the top five there, Ivan. And uh, first was Barry Family. They raised from two losses on the same property. So they came first and second. So Barry Family and G&K Barry, first and second. Third was Ken Spillard. Fourth was Judd and Armstrong. Fifth and fifth was John Stanfield. So yeah, so uh, they were all the guys from this the, the west side. So the mm. so somehow the birds must attract a bit more towards the west side and the guys from Wollongong missed out this weekend. But so we'll see how we go next mm. week.
0: And um, y- y- you had trainers on the truck too because you had a yeah. thousand birds released, didn't you?
21: Yeah, I sent the whole I sent the whole lot and I advised all our guys from our clubs. Only a bit over hundred k's anyway, so. I, advise all our guys to we to pick out 40 birds for the race and send all the rest as trainers. So he ran them all in, which was nice and easy. So yeah, I think we had.
0: So you filled had, the truck oh, up, I think did I you, had you? One
21: missing on the day and one came home next morning. So which did you, was good.
0: So did you fill the truck up, did you?
21: I think we had. We actually we didn't take the truck to. The, we took the old uh, trailer. Remember Fernando's old. Oh yeah. The truck there? yeah. So we just used that. So that was easy to uh, to take around sort of thing and got Ray Armstrong to chart the birds and uh, you yeah, let them all go, let them all go together close to a thousand birds between
0: two little clubs so which is good.
21: Yeah, good fantastic mate, very well
0: done. And stuff like that, yeah, so it was good. Yeah. Um, does anybody else want to ask John a few questions? Hey John, it's uh, Tony Mack here mate. Um, hey, I, t- must,
2: uh, I must congratulate you guys for getting getting your act together and raise her arm um, Armstrong, mate. He he's the everywhere man. He's, um, he's uh, good for the pigeon world, mate. He's very... Oh, listen, yeah. I don't, I don't think he sleeps. No. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't. Like, he's, he's <laughs> racing pigeons, racing <laughs> pigeons up there in Titan. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, when I was a young whippersnapper, I raced birds up there, and I know what it's like to try and race pigeons, and it's so far, few and far between. Yeah, I think there's right. a couple of guys in Titan now that are racing, but, gee, there's a um, yeah, pretty hard, but he he does a wonderful job down there for you guys. And um, um, yeah, you, you, you want to keep him pumped up, that's for yeah, sure. Well, Ray
21: enjoys driving. I was had a work to him today, and uh, it's even worse comes to worse with his COVID crap. Uh, he will grab all our birds and take them five hundred miles at the end of the season. So, so he's keen. He doesn't mind a bit of a drive around, and the boys, you know, if worse comes to worse the time we're not going to have too many two-year-olds for next year, that's for sure. And uh, uh, one won't, yeah. uh, you know, it's just a headache and a half. I feel sorry for the guys down south. We I know we can do a little bit up here, but it's it's very frustrating for everybody involved. You know, we've been approached by one country club today as well that might want to come on board this weekend as well. So we'll see what happens oh, that's during, that's the, during yeah, the week. No, being, yeah. we'll be up at uh, I think we'll be up at Kahuna this weekend, so I'll we'll go a bit further as well.
2: Okay,
21: up it. near Karang. Yeah, that's yeah. roughly close to 200 k's to the uh, Gisborne area, so oh. we'll see how they go. I know the Terrellman boys are racing from Maryborough last weekend, so they'll be up, up that way as
2: well. And I know
21: yeah, they're they're, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, I must get on to uh, young Matty Whitechurch and get him on again. Yeah, the Trayvon Trayvon boys, yeah they're, 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 they're racing their birds, and... Uh, yeah. And uh, I know last week was a bit of a hard one for them, but uh, but yeah, I must congratulate you guys. You, you've got got it together, um, did it in a, in a COVID-safe way, and uh, had a good liberation. The liber- liberation was on Facebook. All looked good, and uh, the results. Everyone had had a bit of fun, enjoyed it all, and that's all we've got to do. Really is. Um, it's going to be probably an interrupted season, so just enjoy it while we
21: can. Oh, that's it. Then I went with my liberations. I went with Ray for the first two uh, Rochester races, and being mm. a, a large amount of two-year-olds getting uh, going up, I've never ever seen birds uh, leave the truck so good in my whole life. And the two times I went up there, like. Uh, It's like you see them in Europe. The birds get out, they do virtually one circle, and they just go. It's unbelievable. We've got so many experienced birds. So what do you
0: reckon, John? Do you reckon it's better to have a team of two-year-olds in your loft?
21: I don't know why, but this year I've gone other times. We've gone up to Inglewood and stuff like that in early races. We've had birds flying around for 15, 20 minutes that they don't want to go. They're not educated and they don't want to do it. Having, say, maybe half, two-year-olds in a truck, I've never seen... The two liberations I went to up to Rochi with Ray and then we let the birds go. And uh, when we let them go, they've actually one circle, left, right, left, right, and they're gone. It's un- it's unbelievable how, yeah. how they go. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. you
21: know, it's even, un- unbelievable. Even I've noticed you.
0: tossing my pigeons. I don't know if you've noticed that with yours, but tossing the pigeons, even they leave them straight away. Yeah. They don't yeah, muck around. Get, yeah.
21: We've had better. We've had better tossing up here. Like we're we we're, we're tossing from Huntley ourselves. Like the, the there's eight guys in in the Masterton area before COVID, and we were we were tossing up to Huntley, and we would be getting them home from there just over an hour. You oh, know? Geez, so
0: that's, that's very that's
21: good. About 100 So our, place, you know so what? Uh, I
0: I reckon that this has taught us pigeon flies a little bit here because uh, I I I honestly reckon that the the guys from Europe are right. We race our pigeons too young.
2: Yeah. Oh. Uh, and I think also, Ivan, we roast them at the wrong time of year. Yeah. Well, no, here, what do we do at the moment, which well, is
0: what, what, what do most people do? They breed their birds after the breeding season. They wean them over. They give them about two months in the weaning section. They put them over. They break them in, and then they're out flying and tossing. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're not giving them a chance to mature at all. How many times
2: have
21: you seen a yearling do nothing one year and a two-year-old Starts showing signs Yeah Happens all the
2: time yeah, yeah. Oh yeah yeah, that yeah. You yeah. So, yeah Well if, if you take it that way John It's a bit like us As we as we get older We get a bit wiser And we know We know what to do Sure <laughs> Yeah yeah but, And the same with the birds But uh, look it's, uh, it's Where you you guys race You know You're in uh, Gisborne aren't you Yeah yeah. That way Yeah bloody hard Really yeah. hard In the valley and everything else Terribly
21: hard to get birds coming through there. I like it in one way, tame because it, it 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 really uh, cleans up the loft stock loft real quick. Mm. It doesn't doesn't take no prisoners. With living in a, a crappy area, you don't hold on to birds that might have got your one fed placing for ten years. So you got to be really harsh up here, and you know I only try give them two years maximum if they don't show anything, Well, they have to go. So it does you a favor in one way. You don't hold a lot of birds for the sake of holding them if they've done one fluky race, whatever, so by living in a good, a good area can be bad and living in a bad area can be good. Yeah.
2: You know? yeah look, yeah, it Actually, on Facebook there today, there was a bird, uh, my cousin contacted me from Kyneton and there was one in the Macedon yeah. Um a little blue checker with a red ring on it. Um, it could be out of one of your races but I was thinking it might be a battle rat bird with It might be resume. a Travan bird maybe coming through. Yeah, it could be. It's, uh, <laughs> it looked pretty ragged. So uh, anyway uh, what I did say to my cousin is uh, yeah, get back onto them. that should have a, a your phone number for a contact. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thing Massive and Rangers anyway. So it was on the Massive uh, yeah, and Rangers, like, I call those Rangers that walk the Great Wall. Because I'm through
21: it. The Great Wall. Like, oh God! Uh, yeah, if you're on and the and wrong Gisbon, side of that, you're in trouble. Oh, I think between yeah. Kite and Gisborne, no. it's, it's a killing field through there. I'm telling you, it's mm. terrible. Yeah, 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 you're right.
0: All <laughs> well, right, anyway, yeah. uh, Johnny, we've run out of time. So uh, thanks very much for coming on the program, and uh, we'll no, get right, you we'll right. get you on again next week to give us the results next week.
21: Yep, and all the best for all the boys in Steve Gazola's race. Yeah. Next one's coming up, and hopefully uh, we can all have a good one anyway.
0: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny. All right, boys. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. Okay, cool. Bye. And that was John Judd, the Vice President of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, who had a race on Saturday. Not the whole federation, just the ones that live out in the um, rural areas of Victoria.
6: Across
9: Melbourne, this is 88.3 Southern FM.
7: Southern FM sponsor.
8: Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tarameed. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tarameed stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone peter on 0484 340
7: 551 southern fm
9: sponsor keep your pigeons healthy with applied nutrition australia number one for all-in-one bird supplements tummy right for pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract the applied nutrition range of products is made in australia and sold factory direct to you for top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit AppliedNutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor.
10: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
7: Southern FM sponsor.
11: Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German based company, is a leading manufacturer of world class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 and pigeonvitality.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Hi,
18: I'm Peter Tolich. Join me every Thursday at 9am for the music director program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and around the globe. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Australian music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time every Thursday for the Music Director Program on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside.
13: G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Blue Stone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there.
11: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
3: So, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.
0: And you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside, and you're listening to one great racing pigeon sporting show, which is Pigeon Radio Australia. And our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And you can... Get us on the Southern FM website, which is www.southernfm.com.au. You can catch us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We're all there. Go to the Google machine and search Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll come up the top. Anyway, Charlie Gretsch has a few interesting guests on the line and I'm going to let him do the honours. Charlie, take it away, mate. Uh, First
1: of all, I think we've lost one
0: of our... um We haven't lost no one. Just just introduce your guests.
1: All right, there we go. Well, first of all, um, I'd like to welcome on Pigeon Radio Australia an 88.3 of FM. This week's place getters in our first one, Thaggy Race. But um, before I introduce these guys, I'm going to read out the result for the, um, for the businesses from fourth onwards. So there was 19 that actually competed against each other as well as the overall result. So fourth was Ferguson Clare here in Wallen. Fifth was Wendy at the Wallen Florist finishing fifth. Sixth was Hader from the Wallum Fish and Chips. He finished sixth, yep. Seventh was CCA Financial Planners here in, in Melbourne. Eighth was Valley Produce. Ninth was Celebrations in Wallon. Tenth was Advanced Dental Group. Uh, eleventh was Twin Gum contract- uh, Contracting. Twelfth was uh, our, our hardware up here, Pretty Sally Home Hardware. Thirteenth was our Bakery, Les Bakery. Fourteenth uh, was City Fresh. Fifteenth was Bendigo Bank in Broadford. 16th was CCA Financial Planners in Kilmore. 17th was Bendigo Bank in Wallen. 18th was our uh, printer man, J.I. Joe. And 19th was North Central Review. So, what, um, what
0: happened to the dentist?
1: The dentist, he was there. He's, um, <laughs> he finished 10th. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so, right. he, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too That's bad. not bad, 10th. Um,
0: That's all right.
1: The clocking, the clocking times were very close, so... Um, you know, between, you know, 4th and fourteen, it was only like uh, seconds apart. So uh, mm. it was a matter of the birds going in pretty quick. Mm. But um, first of all, I'm going to welcome the winner of the uh, this week's race from Wontaggie. It's Kirsty Gilley. Are you there, Kirsty? Hello. How are you? Thank you. Good, good, good. Now, second was Daniel Young. G'day, Daniel. Hi, Charlie. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on, and uh, our tyre man himself, Ray. How are you, Ray from Wallen Tires? Good, Charlie. Yourself? Good, mate. Sorry to keep you um, <laughs> to keep you there, but um, before I go on any further, i have got to get uh, Ivan, our producer. He'll ask you a few questions because um, he uh, wants to know how you guys got involved and what we were doing. So, Ivan. Yeah,
0: well, first of all, uh, to Kirsty there from the Bendigo Bank, I want to know how the Bendigo Bank got involved with pigeon racing.
22: How could we not? With um, a spokesman like Charlie. Oh, yeah. Well, he's very good. (laughs) Um, He's very good. So, no, I've known Charlie for a little while now, and he's always um, dropped into our branches to say a cheeky hello and talk about his pigeons. So when he told us what he was doing um, we jumped on board, um, not with just one of our branches, but the three um, and you know, I like some healthy competition, so having the other two branches and hearing that they came um, well away from where we place um, is always good competition within um, the local branches. So yeah.
0: we we're very lucky. Now how easy is it, is it to get the Bendigo Bank involved in clubs and stuff like that?
22: Uh, very easy because um, Bendigo Bank focuses heavily on community banking. Um, so we put 80% of our profit back out into the community and I believe Charlie could um, confirm this, but I do believe that so far um, we have given 5000 um for the pigeon racing for Charlie. Um, but it's something if we know our local members are passionate about it, uh, we'll jump straight onto it as well because that's what um, our banking is our banking is to make that profit, to put it back out into the community. And um,
0: did you get all the rest of the people that that work at the bank involved in it? Are they all involved in it or is it just a couple of them?
22: No, no, we're all involved in it. So we all got our photo taken. We're very excited to meet our pigeons um, that would be racing um, for each branch. Um, but it's something, if you go into any of our, they know Charlie, they know about the pigeons. Um, Charlie's come in and shown us the little um, YouTube clippings and stuff that he's made for the pigeon racing and stuff. So um, he's so passionate about it that he makes us passionate about it. So, um, yeah, it's really good to um, see the community come together and and all the branches come together and have – we had a bit of a joke today that we won this race and to see what happens the next time.
0: (laughs) Very good. And have you given your pigeons a
1: name?
22: No, not yet. Not yet. So, <laughs> no, I said to them today? that uh,
1: they're going to get naming rights once they win the race. So they have to win the race. And oh. um, so they finished second oh. overall. Oh. They won the um, the, the, uh, the businesses, but not the, the you know, they finished second by oh. I think a couple of seconds. But once oh. they win it, they get naming rights of that bird, oh. and they get to keep to race that same pigeon every week.
0: Oh, so, yeah. uh, That's all right. Yeah. Now... Yeah. Now, Kirsty, just tell me before we go to the next person, um, if if any of the pigeon clubs listening to this program around Melbourne and Victoria and that want to get the Bendigo Bank, do they just go and approach their local Bendigo Bank and chat yeah, to them? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so
22: approach the local community bank um, and just let them know that they've heard, you know, that what great things that Northern um, is doing with their community uh, pigeon group um, and we would be happy for other communities to reach out to see, um, you know, what we've done in the past. Um, but it's definitely something um, that I'm sure all um, the community banks would look forward to doing. Again, if you have a member who's passionate and comes in into the bridge and shows their passion, then happy you not support that. So,
0: Oh, good on you. Good on you for supporting pigeon racing. And what do you think of pigeon racing, by the way, since you've been supporting well, it?
22: Well, yeah, it was something that I... Until I started really talking to Charlie about it, I had no idea. I'm so fascinated that, you know, you don't have to, um, like, it's all computerized and stuff. Um, I don't know. Um, Charlie was telling me a little bit when it wasn't um, with the rings and, and how it all manually was done. Um, it, it blows my mind that, you know, you train and then you let them free and they come back. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's something that I never thought I would be interested in, and here I am, you know, interested <laughs> in pigeon racing. So um, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's just so, yeah, so amazing to know that they, you just let them go and they know and they find their way back and how far you've come with making it now um, all on the computer and not having to stand there manually waiting for them to come back.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it is pretty good. It's like the bank, you know? we got scammers. Yeah. <laughs>
22: yeah. 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 You all...
0: Yeah, no, it's really good. Oh, good. Good on you. Now, we got Daniel. Now, Daniel, what kind of business are you involved in and what got you involved in, Pigeon? Was it Charlie Smooth Talking or what was it? <laughs> yeah. I
23: think that's how everyone gets involved, isn't it? Uh, Charlie Smooth Talking. So, yeah, I was <laughs> doing some work close by where Charlie, where, where he's uh, where he's living and... um. Yeah, I was doing some some vegetation management work and doing some talking to some of his neighbours and he just came out and checking up on what we were doing and uh, yeah, we just sort of got talking about all the various things that are going on and he uh, took me through and showed me through his loft, which is incredibly impressive and uh, yeah, one thing led to another and uh, yeah, we just sort of progressively got uh, more and more interested the more and more we when we heard about it. And, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a slow burn with with COVID and, you know, it hasn't been, Mm. um, you know, it's had its challenges. You know, we've sort of been talking about it for for quite a while, it seems. Um, So, yeah, it's really exciting to you know, finally get the chance to get the birds in the air and, um, sort of see how it all works. Cause yeah, um, this is all new to me as well. I, I don't have a background in pigeon racing at all. And um, what, what do you think is, of uh, it? What know, do you my, think? My first pigeon race. And, 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 what, uh, yeah,
0: and, and what do you think of it? What do you think of pigeon racing? You, you, do you like it? Do you, do you think it's something you could get involved in more heavily?
23: I think it is. I would just like, you know, when once COVID sort of eases up a little bit and we can actually get there and see the birds come back and, you know, we can have that social element to it. I think that would oh, be yeah. really
6: positive. Yeah,
23: yeah. Um, because, yeah, well, you know, all the, well, a lot of the local businesses being involved, um, I think it's really positive, you know, just, just meeting people, you know, getting out and, you know, having a chat afterwards mm. and, you know, get bragging rights for a couple of weeks until the next yeah. race. And, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a positive community um, thing, I think. I think it's really, it's really oh, positive good. to have these kinds of And, th- and what do you
0: reckon? Vibes. Do you reckon that other communities like outside of Wallen, like, say, my area, Melton, that, do you reckon that other communities should do sort of the same thing as what Charlie's doing, getting more yeah. people involved in it?
23: I think it's a great model. I think it's great. I think if you rely on people buying birds and looking after them and training them, it would never happen. You know, if you mm. if you were just relying on, you know, trying to get people interested and, you know, that to tool up in the way that Charlie has, you know, if you have to build a loft and you have to learn how to look after your birds, like I'm quite busy myself, there's probably a lot of people that that would be an impediment to getting involved. You know, that would actually get in the way. But if there's a model mm. where you can get introduced to the sport, and a lot of that husbandry work gets, you know, the responsibility for that gets taken off the individual and, you know, Charlie takes on a lot of that, um, then that's a fantastic model. There's absolutely no reason not to get involved. You know, I think, I think it, it probably will kick on um, lots of areas because, yeah, I think it's fantastic.
0: Oh, good on you, mate. And we've got someone there from Raised Tire Services, I think it is, isn't it? Oh, Wall
17: Tire Service.
0: Ah, Wall Service. And your name's Ray. So tell us That's how you got involved in it. Was it Charlie Smooth talking, or did you have an interest in pigeons?
17: Oh, definitely Charlie Smooth talking. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Come around last year and that and stuff. Said this is what we're doing, and uh, we'd love to have you on board. And I said, yeah, no problems. Anything out to help the, the small guys doing their thing. It's always a pleasure to be there.
0: And what do you think of the whole concept? What do you think of pigeon racing as it is?
17: Oh, look, I've seen bits and pieces over the years on little documentaries and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's one of those things that, yeah, you watch it
0: and you're just amazed at the, the quality and the condition of the birds and what they do. Yeah, it's quite amazing. And... uh and and what do you think of just the the normal homing pigeon or pigeon that you see uh, around the, the suburbs and that? And now you're racing them.
17: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's interesting. So there's all all different breeds for them and all that stuff. So, and everyone's got different styles. And but the racing side of things is a little bit different.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're right. Anyway, I'm going to hand you all back to Charlie because I'm sure Charlie's got some more stuff to ask you.
1: Well, again, first of all, um, yeah, Kirsty and um, and the Kilmore branch go Bank, well done again. You've got the first one under your belt, so you're, you yeah know, you one nil. So the other guys are going to catch up. Uh, you've got nine races to go. You still got birds into in next week's race. So um, good luck for that, Daniel. Again, mate, thanks for coming on board, and it's great well. to see that um, you got second and Ray. Uh, and again, Ray, you know, you did the tyres on, uh, on our trailer too, so um, the first year that I met you. So it was yeah. great that uh, we're using our local people like, um, like Daniel and the Bendigo Bank for our banking and all that kind of stuff that we do. So um, what goes around comes around, and it was great to get all these businesses um, together. And I hope that you guys um, one day will come here, and as you can see, See, I've posted something on, uh, on, on our website with the birds coming into the race, so you'll be able to see that. And uh, you'll be able to come here and watch them come home live when this COVID thing settles down and whatnot. And um, again, thank you very much for coming on board. And um, we might get to speak to you again in the next few weeks.
23: Mm, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <No
1: problem. laughs> All right, guys. Well, again, thank you very much. And um, no doubt I'll be catching up with you.
20: You too. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks right. Have a good
1: one.
0: Thanks very much for being a part of Pigeon Radio Australia, guys. All right, Charlie. We're going to break for a song, and right now I've got a song um, by an Irish band, and they actually country-western Irish band called the Black Axles, doing an Australian song. How do you like that for a mix? Here's a, a band from Ireland. They call the Black Axles, and they're doing a a, 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 a classic Australian piece The Wild Colonial Boy Let's have a listen to The Black Axles And The Wild Colonial Boy You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia The
5: Wild Colonial Boy Jack Duggan was his name He was born a rare denier In the place called Castlemaine. He was his father's only son, his mother's pride and joy. And dearly did his parents love the wild colonial boy. At the early age of 16 years, he left his native home. And to Australia's sunny shore, he was inclined to roam. He robbed the rich, he helped the poor, he shot James McAvoy. A terror to Australia was the wild colonial boy. Two long years this darling youth ran on his wild career. With a heart that knew no danger and a soul that knew no fear, he robbed outright the wealthy squires, their arms he did destroy. A terror to Australia was the wild colonial boy. One morning on the prairie, as Jackie rode along. And listening to the Mockingbird singing a cheerful song Upstep the band of troopers, Kelly Davis and Fitzroy They all set out to capture him, the wild colonial boy Surrender now, Jack Duggan, for you see there's three to one Surrender him, the king's high name, you are a plundering son Jack drew two pistols from his belt and proudly waved them high I'll fight but not surrender, cried the wild colonial boy He fired a shot at Kelly, which brought him to the ground And turning round to Davis, he received a fatal wound a bullet pierced his proud young heart from the pistol of Fitzroy. And that was how they captured him, the wild colonial boy.
10: Do you know you can listen to Southern FM through your smartphone? Just download the free TuneIn app and search for Southern FM.
8: Taramid, we get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Bale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551.
10: want to keep your birds flying high rod stock feed and bird supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes avian mixes grits mineral blocks and health supplements plus a large range of loft and racing equipment phone rod churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact pet stock terelgan rod stock feed and bird supplies is a proud supporter of pigeon radio australia
7: southern fm sponsor
11: natural pigeon products are the australian distributors for ronfried pigeon products ronfried a german-based company is a leading manufacturer of world-class premium european racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons inner health all year round contact natural pigeon products on zero three five double nine eight one thousand and PigeonVitality.com.au. southern fm (laughs) sponsor
10: 88.3
0: And you're tuned. 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside and our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and you're listening to the greatest sporting racing pigeon radio program which is Pigeon Radio Australia and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au Now it's time to say cheerio and goodbye but have you got anything else to tell us or let us know fellas
1: very uh, happy um, obviously with that interview that um, it's good to find out what other people think about pigeon racing and being involved so it was great yeah. to hear other people there. that was
14: Yeah, it thing, was. Tony. actually uh, Charlie I, I congratulate you and the,
0: and everyone that's involved you've done a great job alright well I think it's time to say cheerio right now so Tony Barber are you there mate yep Ah, you're still there tell us Tony Uh, How are your birds going? Well, the birds are flying all right. They look healthy,
2: but we can't raise them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know. I know, Tony. Anyway, it's time to say goodbye, Tony. So goodbye, Tony.
2: Yeah, goodbye,
17: Ivan. Goodbye, B1. Goodbye, Pinter, and goodbye to everybody
0: around the world. Yes. And and we'll catch you next week. We will. And uh, Charlie... Goodbye and yes. well done for your one thaggies this week, and uh, good luck for the next next uh, session.
1: Yes, always next week, and again, uh, yes, we'll see us all next week.
0: All right, and Tony McPherson, goodbye and cheerio to you. Yeah, cheerio to you, Ivan and uh, B
2: two and Charlie and uh, everyone. Just have a have a, a great week. Enjoy and uh, Charlie. Um, He's bought lollies and chocolates. And I must say a big thank you to Heather, who picked up, who reported a bird that was in that race. And I picked it up today. So, um, all good. All
0: good, Charlie. All good. All right. All right, then. It's uh, time to say goodbye. And so it's cheerio from me. And we'll catch you here on Pigeon Radio Australia, same time, same station. Cheerio, all. So,
3: stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon